what's up folks welcome back to another 3d hangouts my name is noah ruiz i am a designer here at adafruit joining me every week is my brother pedro good morning everybody i'm pedro's creative tech here at adafruit and every week we're here to show three different projects featuring electronics from everyone from that's adafruit right and everyone yep share and show and share um that's right this is where we combine 3d printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects Hello, everybody, hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join us during the show, you can drop in a message, question, GIF, meme, GIF, all on the live broadcast chat channel on the Adafruit Discord server. The link to that is at the top in our purple bar here, discord.gg slash Adafruit. We'll take a couple moments to welcome everybody. Hey, folks. Good morning, good morning. We got Rosin, Squid.jpg, hanging out in the Discord. Andy Callaway, hello. Hello, hello. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, we have some fun things. This is episode 425. It's October. No, it's not. It's December 13th, <laughs> 2023. Almost at the end of the year. Pretty much. We have a nice and simple project this week we have uh pedro's prototyping a new qualia project with a round display we have a fun festive time lapse tuesday and we have a single community make this week uh, i think we have a shop talk maybe maybe not but we'll see um so we'll uh kick off the show with adafruit.com free all the freebies that are available when you purchase more things at Adafruit, you will get some freebies. Starting off with our first tier for $99 or more, you'll get a free PCB coaster with the golden Adafruit logo, of course. That's that lovely aluminum thick coaster. For orders that are $149 or more, you'll get a free KB2040 dev board. That's that lovely dev board with the RP2040 chip and all the features that you know and love. If your order is $299 or more, you'll get free UPS ground shipping for continental US only, the KB2040, the PCB coaster, all that for the 199 mark. And if it's a whopping 299 or more, you'll get the free UPS ground shipping, the KB2040, the PCB coaster, and a circuit playground express. All of these get automatically added to your cart. And on top of that, we have a 10% discount code for today only, and it is PyCase. Piecase, all lowercase, and all together, because that is celebrating this week's project. Okay, another thing we want to note is holiday shipping. The deadlines are on a dedicated website, adafruit.com slash holiday. You can get all the different um, deadlines for domestic orders, international orders, and also some holidays where Adafruit does not ship. So check those out. There's also a blog post about it. Um, yeah, depending on your tier, um, we'll have a different date. So if you are trying to get some parts in before the holiday break, there's still a little today bit of time. Today is today. And um, that's all my email is filled with last day to order to get before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yep. All right. So you also post the links to all of the newsletters that we have. 
www.adafruitdaily.com. Check those out. Lots of tips and tricks in all of our top 10. Oops, excuse me. I got a sneeze. Mm. Zoom tight. <laughs> okay. Um, so that is the uh, the morning. We have some more folks hanging out in the Discord chat room. We have a cup of coffee, Devel, Dan Mitchell. Hello. Welcome to the show. Good morning. All right. I think we're ready to talk about a Raspberry Pi 5. So the Raspberry Pi 5 is the latest addition to the Pi family. And I happen to have one here. I haven't really played with it yet. So this week I got uh, an opportunity to design a simple two-piece snap fit enclosure for it. I just got it set up. Um, my goal with the with the 3D printed case was to accommodate the the Raspberry Pi official active cooling fan. So you've seen cooling fans before for the Raspberry Pi 4 and lower, but this one has a built-in heatsink. It's got these lovely plastic spring um, screws, hardware, and you'll notice that the Pi 5 has dedicated mounting holes for their active cooling fan. So um, I found a model of the Pi 5 and the active cooling fan on GitHub. I can share a link to those. Um, but I was able to, uh, to get that into my CAD package, Fusion 360, and design around these things. And everything kind of fit for the most part. And we'll talk about um, some features here. Uh, so I wanted it to, of course, accommodate the active cooling fan, but also not really use any screws. So you have the same mounting holes um, the four mounting holes that are M25 sized. Um, so I just wanted to make some built-in standoffs. So this is the bottom half of the case, and we have a, a series of vents or slots. They're actually M3 size slots, so you can use these slots to mount components or mount this to something else. Um, we have the ports. We have a little bit of an indentation here just to kind of accommodate for um, clearances. Um, so that the surface is closer to these ports. So you have uh, the USB-C for power. You have the two um, mini, I think, it is it micro or mini? I think maybe it's micro HDMI. Um, yes. And then you have a nice large opening here for uh, the gigabit ethernet, the USB 3 ports, and the USB 2 ports. So the way it is, you kind of have to get it in here and just kind of... It to click into place. Sometimes it works at an angle a little bit better. Let's see if I can. There you go. So that clicks in there. You get a nice click, and you can see that um, those little nubs will keep the pie from like shifting around in there. Um, would, uh, caution: Be careful with the what is it? The power button, Pete? Yeah. So there's right a power now. button. Um, I do have access to it. Um, it could be a little bit bigger, I think, because you do you can't really kind of get into it because no, I like being able to like poke it. it. Yeah. Or, okay, so, oh yeah, you might be right. Like the tab that has the little push button in a there. tab could work. I just ran out of kind of clearance because I have a, a slot here. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah it would for, for this year. So oh, if you yeah, want to update the design by all means, there. check it out. But I have a nice slot here for the SD card mm -hmm. to come through. And then of course, um, by suggestion of Liz, she wanted a, a little hole here for the status led. Yeah, and so that status LED will shine through nicely, no problem. Um, so you got that, and that's kind of the bottom half of it. Um, for the top half, it's always important to have um, some cutouts uh, for the GPIO header. So it's that two by twenty. It's the same. There are some snap fit um, uh, 
nubs here and there's some corner things to kind of keep it registered so it doesn't slide out but you got some um some strategically placed snap fit nubs here that will grab onto the inner nubs of the case of the bottom half so we just line that up you get a nice click there and then a click right there so that covers it up so you can see here i have um extra tall stacking headers right here in the gpio and that is so i can attach an extra um accessory so if you have like a pi tft or um, a pyramoni board this is actually adafruit's uh pi barrette or beret i guess and this allows you to attach an iSpy display with some extra add-ons like two user buttons so you have two user buttons here and then you have a switch here and then this is a temperature sensor. This is that lovely AHT20 temperature sensor. And it just connects via Stemma QT. So this is a really nice accessory for your Raspberry Pi. It gives you um, that ability to add that iSpy display, a couple buttons, mm -hmm. a switch, and of course, Stemma QT. With, this, mm -hmm. with these two extra mounting holes, you can have a series of boards. So I was able to just use an M25 hardware attach it right on top no soldering it's all assembled so i just literally plug and play and now i have um, an extra temperature sensor then i can line these up and i really like that you could just press that down as far as you want and now you have way more um capabilities with your raspberry pi 5. and uh, makes the sensor a lot more accurate too since it's outside of the case it's right by the fan so it's not going to heat up get cooled down yeah, it's nice. Um, and you can mount it, you know, somewhere else. I guess you could mount it back here if you wanted to. Um, so these these fans here, these grails here allow you to get airflow into the active cooling fan. This is the PCIe slot. So you'd have a ribbon cable sticking out there. And then um, these are the two camera uh, ribbon connectors there. So you always have access to those. Uh, some things you could add, you could add access to those... Uh, those additional ports, I think they're like kind of the Stemma QT style port. Oh, the UART, uh, yeah. The UART port, yeah. Uh, I think that's where the, no, the fan has its own like dedicated thing. I didn't yeah. expose those just because I thought. Um, no, it, you don't need to. Those yeah, I didn't think to add them yet, but folks could add holes to the bottom half if they want. I imagine folks are going to remix it to, to have whatever. Maybe a tripod screw would be a nice addition here somewhere. You could add it here too if you wanted it. Um, but yeah, it's just like a simple kind of general purpose case. Um, that's kind of my goal. And um, it prints without any supports, of course. It snap fits. Prints it in whatever color. It's just going to keep it, you know, off the desk. <laughs> um, so I made sure that uh, the clearances for the various cables worked well with, uh, with the ports. Um, so this is the, uh, the micro... HDMI to full-size HDMI. This is like the official Raspberry Pi cable. And I did find in my first iterations that like it, it wasn't quite fitting all the way. So I made sure that I had all the clearances for this chunky cable to fit through. And then of course you have um, USB-C that uh, fits perfectly there too. So it has plenty of clearance for all your cables because you will be having to plug things in um, these aren't really an issue. The USB ports, they just kind of are out there and exposed. So those were nice. But this was important to make sure that it was right. Um, so that, that works well there with that indentation. Um, and it, it's indented because in order to get the snap fit nubs to fit in there, I had to kind of 
spread this out a bit more. So the case had to be a little bit wider um, so that there's clearance for those snap fit nubs. All these little things that you have to accommodate for when you're designing around a case that you want to snap fit, you got to have those clearances. And sometimes it's good to have these indentations like these ports here. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, I don't have it powered on, but uh, we do have demo code um, for the AHT20. That's what I had running in the video. Um, it's just the demo code that like just displays. Um, it prints out in the terminal, um, the temperature reading. Um, yeah, there are some extra things you have to do uh, with the new bookworm operating system for the Raspberry Pi. Um, for running Python scripts, you have to set up your environment, but that's all documented in the Pi, the Pi Foundation's website. So check those out. Um, I think we'll be doing some more Pi projects, but this is really the first time I've played with it. Um, yeah, so that is the case. It is up now on uh, the Adafruit Learning System, printables. I'll get it up on some other sites as well. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't think we really need to run through the guide. Everything's out of stock. We'll, hopefully it tonight. We'll be back, yeah. Hopefully tonight we'll have some more available for folks that are watching live on Ask an Engineer. Good for that. that seems to be working out pretty well. But of course, just to reiterate, you have two versions of the Pi, the four gig and the eight gigabyte RAM. Active cooling fan is good to have. And this, um, you definitely want to pick this up because like yeah, I was trying to I run it off. It just in case I didn't have something that it wanted. So it's like, okay, yeah. this is, you know, made by you guys. So yeah, because I have a high voltage you know, PD, what is it, uh, a P, PD power supply. Mm -hmm. But because of that 5.1 volts, like I got an error on the Pi OS saying you can't, this will run, but it won't run at full power. Like the processor will be like limited because it doesn't have that extra 0.1 volts or something. Wow. Um, so I would, I would pick up the power supply because like you might think you have a nice beefy power supply and it still won't run, which is uh really shows how powerful this this thing this thing is um of course an hdmi cable if you need it for your display um and then an eight gigabyte micro sd card is pretty good okay i think this is the eight gigabyte one i need to update that this is the 16 gigabyte one um and then the stacking headers if you want to do accessories because uh that's nice to have for the cad files it's all stls uh, a step file, and of course, um, the Fusion 360 file, if you want like the full design history and timeline, all that's there. Um, the build volume for 3D printing it is pretty low, 90 millimeters by 66 by 20. That's pretty much any printer, even like the resin yeah. printers, I think, are, are that big. Oh, yeah. so I haven't tested it in resin. I'm sure you can it manage. Work. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, just a nice light case. Um, for folks, of course, there's plenty of other cases too. I've noticed that there are uh, a handful of cases out there, like on printables. Um, might as well add one to the uh, to the mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of them might not include the source file, so maybe it's good to kind of start off with this and then modify it to your needs. That's always a good thing, and that's what we do here. So that is this week's project. <clears throat> I gotta find a reason to turn it on. I think the thing I wanted was the the Buddha tube, the little um, auto video player player video 
YouTube video player that Jeff worked on, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work on this. Yeah, the <laughs> all, is still getting all the yeah. TFT displays that play nice with Bookworm. So it'll be future project. That'll be ready. yeah. I think that a camera project. Oh, how funny! Time lapse project. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, that's great. You got your. Uh... Oh, we get a sound for that. Does it work with the pie? Yeah, oh, and it comes out of the pie. the pie. <laughs> yeah, so the page is running on Sonoma, the Mac OS. It lets you do um, various things. Do a thumbs up. I'm still not on Simona, so so you get these like kind of interesting. What's the anyway. rocker one? I think it's like this. You need two of them. Do it like this. You're doing that. You need to do this. It's not working. Trying to make like a laser light show go on. We have really went off the rails. <laughs> and that's the whole point about. about the Simona thing. Like it just throws it off the rails. Um, we have some questions. Um, we got one from uh, the Masters. When are you uh, when you plan to restock the basic lock and pin set? I'm not sure about that one. Um, oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm fire sure. went. Yeah, maybe the fire went quiet. Um, that that'd be a good question for the heads <laughs> for Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada. They'd be able to check on that for you that might be what the reason is yep no eta says uh brent brent's in the in the chat you can always uh sign up to get notified when they're back in stock that's that's good what amount of ram should i get uh for the desktop raspberry pi 5 huh well it depends what you want to do if you're just doing web browsing i suppose a four gigabyte would be fine if you're doing some more intense things like maybe some ai projects you'll probably want to get the eight gigabyte version um, yep. Kadook. I think I put all the links in there. Oh, 3D hub, not 3D hubs. The GitHub yeah. of the 3D parts library. Yes. Um, or the layer by layer playlist. All there for any questions on modifying the design. Yep, and um, since they're step files, uh, you can bring that into FreeCAD, uh, Onshape, uh, any of those, SolidWorks, even Tinkercad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget Tinkercad. Okay. Um, for any other questions like about like products, the, the pretty much like just sign up to get notified when they're back in stock. It's hard to kind of pinpoint one product and find out exactly when it's going to be in stock. But yeah. if you are looking for Raspberry Pi, um, tune in tonight on Ask an Engineer, and you may be surprised. It's a safe bet. I says it might be the risk requiring the power capabilities. Uh, okay, yeah, if and, you're doing and risk. Callaway says uh, the point one makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah, the volts, yeah, mm -hmm. and the power supply. All right, do we jump into what are we prototyping? Yeah, let's do prototyping next. This week on what are we prototyping? We got the 2.1 inch round display. Uh, so we're going to do a little port of the video player for this. The theming for this smaller one is going to be in ornament. So it has the little thingy on here. I think you just put one of the regular ornament holder thingies and tactic your tree. <laughs> cool. So it'll do the video playback doing the MPEG. No. Yeah, MJPEG format. So we'll be able to run that. Um, I think Liz is going to scale it down and just the code. And it's still, instead of having the SD card 
uh, play all the videos. I think we're just going to have it play right off the um, internal memory that it has. So of course, snapfit case that houses the Qualia display. If I unplug this guy here, see that everything mounts inside there. We have these uh, the frame that is holding the Qualia in place, and that's just sandwiching in the actual display. Take that out. Oh, it doesn't come off easy now because I added these little tabs to yeah. make sure that when you tap on it, it doesn't just push all the way through. Oh, right. So I don't want to. Yeah, you <laughs> leave, right it, leave it nice and in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you would have to take the board out and then you can flex the insert out, I suppose. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. But I it's also. What I got to do first is unscrew the um, Qualia the board, board yeah. take that out, and then I should be able mm -hmm. to get it out of there at an angle. But we'll just leave it in there for now. That's the way everything mounts. So it's just three pieces. And then for the lid, we have the little snaps on there. I'm going to add some end stops so that it doesn't, you know, unalign around, yeah. with the little uh, boot button that we have on there. Probably going to have to use that a bunch to get the uh, all of your uh, movie files in there. Mm. Uh, yeah. So no soldering uh, for this one. So yeah, no soldering. Yeah. So it should be all a simple way to exactly, yeah. internal flash. Mm -hmm. So cool. some of the so, design considerations was just you know making sure that the ribbon cable hat was not being flexed so much. So yeah, did have to adjust like how far away the quality board is from where it is positioned on the frame. I think yeah, I'll have it, to push a little bit more, but it should be a, fine there. It's an interesting design challenge with these round displays because like, well, my board is a square. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have like your corners kind of get in the way, so. It's definitely easier than doing the 2.8 one because that one had such a weird shape. I think you said you actually took a picture and like drew it because of the way that it's all. Oh, all the, the four, the four inch one. Oh, four inch. Sorry, yeah. yeah the four <laughs> inch one is weird. So this one doesn't have that weird oblong shape. No, it does have it, but because of the way that the touch screen in it, the touch screen is, it goes beyond it, so it's perfect circle for um, nice building your outlines for the case. Cool. Um, I think Liz is going to do modification for this one to add uh, yeah. the accelerometer on there. She can make a uh, compass. compass. Yep. Yeah. She's going to be working on a compass. Mm -hmm. So um, it'll use um, a STEMA QT accelerometer, gyroscope. Yeah. And that'll be a fun one. Yep. Um, so probably there might be some clearance underneath the quality board or, or no? Um, there is about five millimeters. Underneath. Maybe you can live outside on the case. Yeah. We're making design decisions right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can, maybe some mounting holes, huh. some standoffs on the you back could. cover. Since I'm only using two here, you could piggyback off the other two, make another holder yeah. down over, I think, underneath the chip here. There mm -hmm. should be a nice amount of space down here. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, yeah. then you got to yeah. like increase, make it taller, which. Yeah. And you can't really shift the board because then the ribbon cable will kind of come at it weird. Yeah, that's one of those little things, things you have to think about mm -hmm. when you're designing this case. Like the um, offset, yeah, it has to be a little bit offset. So you can kind of mm -hmm. see it here. It's not completely straight. Right. Okay. Cable. So there's already an offset. All right. Yeah. Yep. Maybe we can mount it to the remaining mounting hole on the Qualia. I was going to say mounting it to the. To Either, the yeah, mounting it there is pretty good too. And then maybe a cutout or something if it's too. If it's raised up too high, you can mm -hmm. cut it out a little bit on the back cover. It could be on the outside, and then I forget yeah. what I used it on. I think one of the pie ones where you just put a cover on top. There's right. Like these little notches where you just cover it up. Yeah. It be on the outside. Hmm. But 
Yep, that's what we got so far for this 2.1 inch uh, touch screen, touch yeah. round touch display. <laughs> yep. I still have the uh, the film cover on here. Just wait until I film before I remove that. <laughs> 2.1 inch round. But it'll be in Arduino, so you should be able to uh, check out the code for that. I think there's, I think Jeff or Melissa is porting the GIF to GIF code to be able to be run on CircuitPython, but not at the moment. Yep. So it's 40 by 40 display. It'll be interesting to see how videos translate to yeah, like yeah. a circle. So we'll probably pick like videos that are circular, like a Stargate or something, you know? Something that yeah, makes sense. It's a must, the Stargate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Stargate, um, something else, but. I know there's more. Oh, clever for, like, since it'll be a um, ornament, <clears throat> a couple years back, remember Brandy made at a, like a, not acrylic, like the clear sheet just had like Gavin in the back with like snowflakes. So mm. that's what we're going to do. Put the kids on there, have like just snowflakes ah, falling, just a loop. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just be a still with the uh, loop of the um, snowflakes the, or something. Snowflakes like. falling down. Yeah. That's a good one. And then for the USB, I can just plug in and be routed into the uh, the back of the tree somewhere. Yep. We also have a non-touch display. Um, do, do, I wonder if it's the same shape. Do you think it would fit? Don't know. Because it doesn't have the touch display, it is going to be smaller. Like the oh, diameter is going to be smaller because it doesn't need the the overlay on it. So there's yeah, like see. a lip here. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, that the lip is what's helping me out. Oh man, it's making it the, you know, a, a, a rounded circle. <laughs> that yeah. one's like you got to accommodate for that little end piece there where the ribbon comes out of. Yeah, because that's actually what you're clamping down onto. Yeah, you have like a hexagon thing going on here. Yeah, what is that the way it's positioned on there? Or? Yeah. Well, if folks want to, there is a, a data sheet. So I suppose you can take a look at that. I think I had to do that for the four inch. Like I brought it in and traced it out with like the spline tool. Yeah. So you can get a yeah, good idea. Yep. Yeah, at, least the, at least these come with data sheets because um, yeah. it can be challenging to like mm -hmm. take a photo. I went in there and just tried with the circle tool and then adding the square yeah. to the bottom as close yeah. as I could. These are nice, yeah. So data sheets for the win. Um, in case you want to make a custom one with you know, with either one, because there's two two of these now. One with I'm, a custom one without there's a I'm price difference. The, the touch screen because you know, getting access to the to the buttons, you know, it'll be right. a little tough if it is used as an ornament. Yeah. Because then you can just touch to go to the next thing, you know. Was the whole yeah. idea. Yep, we got a question uh, from the masters again about like is it Arduino or Raspberry Pi Pico? It is an Arduino project because there are libraries for it. Mm -hmm. um, let's see if I can pull up the where's the learn guide for our fireplace? Just type of fireplace. Second newest one. There you go. Yeah. So the code is on GitHub. Here's the code. Um, it's commented. The videos have to be a certain format with a certain scale. But I guess you could, this is where all you would initialize the display. Mm -hmm. So we're going to update this, obviously, for the round display. Yeah, it's another then, init 
independent code to get it started, mm -hmm. which you can find inside the main Qualia board guide. Every display that we support, they're all listed, and they all have their individual code for initializing each size. Yep. Yep, you said it. And just a note, um, the Qualia S3 should now ship with the bootloader. So if you buy one today, I think you'll get a, a one where you, you, have, you don't have to do that bootload oh, yes, install yes. step. So that's going to help a lot of people out because yeah. the first couple batches, the first run didn't have a bootloader yet. So you had yeah. to kind of install it with a web serial tool. But all that's documented in case uh, you, you still want to set up the bootloader. Yeah. So we think we got everything, you know, documented for folks that are getting started. So just be sure to look at the learn guide whenever you buy a product and just run through it and actually read it. Cause like I, I even me, I'm impatient and I sometimes overlook things, but mm -hmm. you can set it up here. This will run you through installing the board package for the Qualia. Um, you know, you do have to add a different, um, what do you call it? The, the board manager URL here to get the actual ESP32 boards and it'll show up in there. So you can uh, compile to it properly. We have the rainbow product demo as well. Like Pedro, that's what you're running. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's the UF2, but if you're doing Arduino, you can do it. Here are the, the UF2s. Okay, you just want to drag and drop. To verify that, they, that they're order. not broken. <laughs> right, just to kind of quickly test. I think you know, uh, your display in the Slack. Um, I think Jeff got one that was like showing lines across and Lamar's like, you might be busted. <laughs> mm. So, if you so see be careful. That, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Taith has a question. So data sheet for the screen, outer glass at about one millimeter thick, plus or minus 0.2. Do you take the max value before adding FDM tolerances? Um, I always add 0.2 for the tolerance. Yeah, I would, for sure. I Yeah. Um, I didn't look at the data sheet. I took my calipers out. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then just add 0.2. <laughs> Yeah, because there's always a little bit of a difference. Like yeah. they all when they're have manufactured, a... it maybe it gets misaligned yeah. somehow, or yeah. they change their supplier themselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just add that point too. Use your calipers, even with the um, like some of the mounting holes. Like before you even make it, I'm just in there measuring it. Yep. Cool. And then other tolerances, yeah, about point three five, I think it is for the snaps, so that. A print on print, like snapping together, that'll align perfectly with having a little bit of give so I can hold it. Yeah. And you want to be able to actually open it. So that, that, yeah, that, that <laughs> I was just thinking about having, uh, I know you added them before. You have like a tab, like, or yeah, index, so you can get your nail in there. Yeah. Because yeah, you are going to have to open it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Because I don't have end stops. All I have to do is twist it. Oh, you can it. twist it and pull it out. That's but cool. I need to add end stops so that the button for the... I'm going to change this to a tab so it'll have a little... Oh, with a little riser? Yeah, a yeah, little so button actuator. Yeah, those yeah, are so nice. We'll actuate the button. And that kind of needs to be aligned. So, yeah, I'll add uh, end stops to that. But for now, you can just go in there and twist it on. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice feature. All right, that is what is uh, your prototyping. Some more quality projects in the works. I think this might be the last project of the year for us. I think one or two, yeah, that one or the compass, the yeah. year in review, or the you know the Roundup. countdown of all the stuff for twenty twenty three. Which man, it's a pretty cool project this year. Yeah. <laughs>
pretty cool. Having trouble remembering them, but I remember filming them and they were super fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good recap for us. Uh, so I want to do a quick shop talk before we jump into um, the community makes and the time lapse. If you have a 3D printer and you're looking to get a better bed, I definitely recommend getting the style of uh, double sided PEI sheets. Um, I got a S1 Plus from Creality. It's like the Ender 3 series. And it came with a bed that was like that build tack material. It is, it was so, like, like it sticks too well and it leaves blemishes on my prints. Um, the Even CR, if you have it like the nozzle far away. It's crazy like, how stuck it gets. It's so good. It's like, it yo, sticks too well. So no. I, I'm sure if you've seen a review on it, you probably know, like, mm. get rid mm. of that bed and, and just, luckily the bed is like magnetic already. So this mm -hmm. is adaptable with it. Um, but these are great. They're double-sided. One side is textured and the other side is um, smooth. So you can get different surface qualities on your print. They come in different sizes. Just type in, um, you know, I oh, think the keyword, the, uh, the, the keyword is like PEI sheet double side. Yeah, that's the keyword. Oh, there's a lot of different manufacturers that slap their name on it. Um, mm -hmm. This one's from these folks, but I had one from like ComGrow on our Ender 3 V2. And this was just a different, same kind of material, just a different name brand, but they're great. You can flex them open. Um, they stick, but they're super easy to remove once, once it, cools it cools down. down oh, so nice! It falls right off. <laughs> it, it doesn't even stick after it cools down. It's really nice. Yeah, I like, can't recommend these more enough. It's a game changer. Like if you haven't tried these yet. Yeah, I printed this, the and then when it cooled down, I go back into the room to check. I'm like, where did my hand go? Freaking kids steal my hand! It was did on they? the floor. <laughs> Why is it on the floor? <laughs> What, did it slide off? No, it, I mean, like you're, we're saying, the once the heat stops, you know, the oh, the weight of it. <laughs> oh, that it just falls it around. Balanced. That's unbalanced. That's fun. I mean, it's because it has the. It's supposed to be you know, mm, the thing. Right. Put see. it on a on a wall. Okay. All right. Well, that brings us into this week's timeline. Oh no, I still had some stuff on the the. Um, oh the PI bed, they have yeah. changed their names like three times. I have like three different versions of the same right. link to where that you have here. The yeah. name has changed on it like three times, but yeah, now it's double tree or two trees, <laughs> two trees. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I don't like is, you know, once you get one, you're already going to have this magnetic plate attached. So it'd be nice if there was an option to get it without this magnetic. Um, That's right. Bed well, it's just there for, yeah, on. it's just there to like, in case your bed doesn't have it. Yeah. yeah. Which I think it's fine. So it's sandwiched yeah. between um, the steel spring, which is flexible. It just works really well. Mm -hmm. And if you have an auto touch um, build, what is it? Sensor? Mm -hmm. Auto leveling sensor. It should detect it. No problem. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, of course, get the right um, size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 300, 310 by 310. Um, they come in all sorts of different versions. So I think this is like a kind of your uh, Prusa i3 slash Ender Creelty. So just make sure you pick your right size. Brent's asking, do we need to replace the PEI sheets often? At some mm -hmm. point, they stop sticking. 
no matter how much I clean it or you know, do the alcohol, I do the scrub with the, um, the water, the metal buyer thing, and it just doesn't adhere. So I got deadlines, man. I ripped that thing off, put a new one in, <laughs> put it yeah, in. Yeah, they're the not that expensive. Like, 20 this. bucks <laughs> to 20, the 36 bucks, depending on yeah, your bed. Yeah, I'll leave the print on there. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, You're going to get over 100 hours of printing on them, I want to yeah, say. It's because we're printing like every single day like yeah so if you're printing once a month it'll last you for years mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one i got on my uh, ender 3 is still lasting it's been like i think a year and a half yeah and it's still still good and mm -hmm. if that side loses stick flip it over <laughs> yeah you have that, 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 that a good point too yeah you do have that ability to just flip it over start using that side and once you need to use either one of those sides, then I'm just like, bro, this is gonna be here. Yeah. Especially, you know, if you order on the right day, it'll be there the next day. So it's like, I can't yep. spend time cleaning a thing and stuff not working. You just yep. put a new one in. Yep, and I think for TPU, um, it it get of course TPU just tends to stick it a little bit better than PLA, but it works fine on it. Um, yep. I, I tend to leave the bed a little hot. And then I remove it. It, it, that tends, is to, it tends to come off a little better when you're must. It has to be like 50 C for you to, okay. to remove the um, TPU without it you know, like just permanently bonding to it. Yeah. Yep. So TPU, by the way, is the flexible filament for folks. Yeah. So that's like the uh, the thing. Okay. Any other questions? I think we're good. Yes. I think we talked about last week the oh my god the crazy prices at during the black friday for the yeah printer. that's why i got the printer i got the s1 like plus 300 <laughs> it so, used to be 1500 bucks yeah yeah it's a 300 by 300 by 300 uh -huh. um, um it's got all the um the direct drive for flexibles dual access mm -hmm. um z uh, motors super silent motors so quiet oh my god um, this is great Touch screen it has the filament run out too. So it yeah, the filament runouts. Yeah, it's all standard stuff now. Uh, it's, it's like it's amazing, uh, man. Yeah. So the R three broke on me. It was like oh, an acrylic back acrylic back plate. That's what <laughs> that was holding the the um the, uh, the the what you call it the whole motor that does the extrusion. So I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Chuck that whole thing away. Time to get three hundred dollars at a brand new one that used yeah. to be seventeen hundred bucks. So it's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Okay. This week's bank <laughs> community makes yeah. is this awesome Grinch hand, perfect for the holidays. We have a little Grinch tree, so this obviously the theme for this was so perfect. Um, the cool thing about this one is we're doing the color changing on this. So uh, changes twice, as you can see. Um, it, this is a perfect model for that. You can see like right underneath here where the color change happens. Mm -hmm. It's going from red to white and the green. I could have did this one a little bit more closer down to where the white ends here, but I kind of wanted to show it off so we could talk about it and see where you're doing all the color changing. Um, Especially with, uh, you know, like bamboos or the uh, whatever multi-material additions you can add to your printer. It's a good reminder that you could do some really good ones with just a single extruder. And just yep. doing the color swap and then doing your arrangement of your model at a certain way where 
the color change, you know, is pretty flat. Because um, when you know you're actually using this, it's going to be like that. You can't really see where the change happens, or because you're focused on where, um, you know, the object that he's holding. You're, you're not paying attention to where the color is changing. Um, sorry, so I'm this guy in here because what is this? this is the ornament he should have been holding instead of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably we'll do for the video, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, fantastic model. What's that? So it's a, it's a really nice model. Like it, it. Yeah, I think it is a is it a, it is a paid model. So let me see here. But so man, it is three D. It's by three D yeah. Geeks. Texture uh, on it. Three bucks and some change. Now we were saying before this is meant to go on a wall or like a yeah. uh, pegboard. Pegboard here. This like they're holding their keys. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Holding your keys. Cool. You have places to hold yeah. your. Uh, Ornament or your keys, yeah, it's perfect. You're dingling here. This is right here. Sugar photos. Mm -hmm. So this is a multi-material. Yeah, yeah. So that's, mm -hmm. that's always the thing. I mean, that's um, funny that <laughs> that it, it was printed, printed in three that way. However, if you want without a multicolor printer, yeah, mm. you can do it. Yeah. I mean, so I'm it glad says we did it this way because it's a good reminder that you don't have to so do all that. It comes in three, two versions, right? One where it's all one model, and then you can print each part separately if you want. I don't recall. <laughs> I only remember. Well, it says it here. Um, I know, though. No, that's good. It's good. I'm just saying. I've you can scale it up. Here's the, some scaling things 3MF and STL. That's always good okay. to have. Oh, yeah. yeah. The 3MF um, will have all of your colors like all set up already. No supports, low infill, two to three shells. This is all good notes. They're all good notes to follow. Actually, no, I think um, it's 8% because of right down here know. where the hand happens. You want to have enough infill to catch um, where, it, where it starts building the um, like the cylinder part of the base of mm -hmm. the hand. I think it's like 8% uh, hexagonal infill for this one. Hmm. And just 0.2 millimeters for the resolution. There is a little bit of overhang on this side. You can kind of see. Oh, I see. Yep. A droopingness. Yep. Well, clever to do the for the time lapse. It looks really cool that it's just like one part. Yeah. And we're just color swapping. Mm -hmm. Looks very seamless. Yeah. Um, Even there, it kind of looks like he has another. You know, yeah. <laughs> long sleeve on. And under. Something. Yeah, undershirt. A long john. I wonder if the fuzzy skin. Feature and Kira um, would look cool with it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you know all of this is supposed to be fuzzy. Yeah, I have I a thought about skin. leaving the um, the strings that are left over from the head parking for the time lapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skin, Just the fuzzy. Yeah, ability to. How do I <laughs> make this full screen? There's an ability to add this extra texture to the surface of your part. It's called fuzzy skin. I think it's under the experimental tab in your slicer. But yeah, you can see here, you get like this kind of fun fuzzy skin. <laughs> so uh, in the model, it doesn't look like that. It's nice and smooth. But the fuzzy skin thing like adds this nice texture to any solid model. Yeah, it's like a jittery motion too. Yeah, the, it's like a jittery like mode. Like I've seen people like print teddy bears and things with it, and it look, comes mm -hmm. out really nice. Yeah. There, you kind of see it better with the light catching on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that might light. be a good one uh, for this one. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of like the 
the Grinch texture almost. So yeah. I mean, he kind of has that modeled in there already, but with that addition, oh, yeah. Of it, oh, yeah, it, it would. Yeah, make it really pop. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully that doesn't fall on my pegboard. Yeah, definitely worth it. I saw another like a free one, but it didn't. The quality quality of it was not nearly as good as this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one looks really nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. We have a metal door, so I was thinking maybe printing it and adding a magnet and neodymium, uh, and then that way, like you just stick it on there without having to worry about like a huh. M3 or a 3M, uh, uh, you know, hanger thing. Wonder if 3M makes like a like a, um, like a what do you call it? Like a nail or something you can hook up in there. Mm. And it's just like mm -hmm. the M3 tape. Yeah, yeah, the command hooks. Command hook. Command nail. Command nail. <laughs> Cool, very cool model. Again, it's uh, paid, but I knew that. Store was cheaper when I got it. Maybe it was like the Black Friday deal or something. My uh, my thing fell. No. Yeah. Let me let me show what happened. It popped open. <laughs> Luckily, it uh, snap fits right. Mm -hmm. There we go. All good. Nothing broke. All right. <laughs> Okay, I put it on correctly. I just had to stand up and put it on. I have a, a Kia peg holder, and that's where I keep like all my projects. Anywho, there's the part. Um, let me throw a link to the Colts 3D thing in all the great chats. It's fine. People can search on Amazon for the build plates because we're not mm -hmm. tied to one or whatever. Oh, you already did one. That's good. Brent found it. Oh, no, Brent did it. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. Yep. Do you need to replace? Yeah, we already answered that. So there is. Uh, Whenever it stops sticking. Model. Yep. It's like Facebook stopped working for links. That's fine. Okay. We have one community make this week. This one's from Kale. Kale says uh, they printed the the heat set insert press. They said they printed in PLA, printed great. My other parts aren't here yet. The inserts, the extrusion, the T-nuts, soldering iron, etc. Uh, but the parts feel solid. I think it'll work great. We'll update if things do not work out well. All right. Well, let me know. Um, Always like a follow-up. These are all the parts. And you just need the hardware. Like we said, it's um, aluminum extrusion. Um, some ball, uh, some yeah, ball bearings, string, <laughs> all sorts of different remixes available. People tend to do the clamp remix where they'll um, add like a clamp thing for yeah. their soldering iron so they can mm -hmm. remove it. So, in their own weight things, or, but mainly the main clamp thing. Um, super cool to see folks continuing to uh, uh, add their own modifications to a. Very versatile rig for doing heat set inserts. Yeah, make your own. Cool. And that is this week's community makes. Thank you, Kale, for posting up their make. And hopefully, we'll see uh, their build when all the hardware comes. All right, before you end the show, don't forget we have a coupon code for anything in the Adafruit shop that's physical using the coupon code PIECASE. We'll get you 10% off. All the freebies are still available as well. 
and trying to pull up any other remaining oh, tabs. A yes. <clears throat> question is it Discord? I'm requesting a heart-shaped pendant that will blink by sen by sensing a person's heartbeat. That sounds like a uh, a what is it called? We have a sensor that does. Uh, heartbeats. Do you remember yeah. this? I've never used it, but I know we have a learn guide on it. Yeah, is it this one? Was it Colin who made? No, I think it's this one, isn't it? Oh. Pulse sensor. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he made a project with it, right? Where the whole room, the lights of the whole room would yeah. pulse. Yeah, two here. Uh, heart. Yeah. You have a purse with a new pixel room, and here's the pulse room. Pulse room. Colin. There you go. Yeah, this is an Arduino project. There's a library. An Adafruit library. There's the code. And it does a sound as well. <clears throat> For the heart-shaped pendant portion of that, uh, you CNC'd a little heart. We just soldered on um, yep. the bare yep. PCBs, or the NeoPixels to it, too. Yep. It should show up somewhere on there. I think this would probably be the better code. Or maybe maybe not. I'm not sure. Is it uh, Arduino? Yeah, it's Arduino as well. Oh, no, I was just talking about the shape. Oh, for, yeah, code, yeah. Yeah, probably Collins is newer. Maybe. There's two pieces of code, apparently. Get the link for you for that. Yeah. I would look at the learn guide. Uh, oh, the various learn guides here for the sensor. Yeah. This would be a good like remake for Python. Like that'd be a good project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's like a heart. Hmm. It might be good to do like a, like depending on the size, you could use the neon NeoPixel strips oh, to yeah. form a shape of a heart if you mm -hmm. want to like get a big one. And you have a small one, I suppose you could use an LED noodle. Mm -hmm. Like one of these. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then like the snowflake one. Yeah. So could, there's all sorts of different ways to do it. So depending on what size, what application. Mm hmm. You might want to change up whether it's an, a regular LED or a NeoPixel. Here's the fun part: <laughs> figuring out how you want to shape it, what parts yeah. you want to use. Yep. Code. Yep. Should be adaptable. Yeah, but uh, we do have that sensor in stock, so check it out. What uh, I just typed in heart, <laughs> and I found it through that. Yeah, I always check the yeah. learn guide. There's yeah, so, there's so many guides we've worked on. Or the, the entirety of Adafruit. There's so many guides in there. I think we've cool. done everything like 10 times. Yeah. Well, this one's begging to be redone in Python because yeah. it's uh, there's also a, mus a muscle sensor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have one where it's like thing. a blink, right? Where it triggers yeah, something by Where you like, you like kind of flex and it, it'll trigger mm -hmm. an on off switch or something. All sorts of fun stuff. Mm hmm. I still cool. want to do the, um, I know Brent wanted to do one with the pump. So it like pumps water in with a whippersnapper. I have a bunch of these moss poles. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> so that would definitely help for that where I have like a bunch of tubes on like certain levels of the moss pole. So it pumps the water into there instead of me yeah. going there, watering from the top and having gravity, right. you know, pull all the way down. It'd be sweet to have, you know, just something that, uh, like on a timer with whippersnapper uh -huh. to use the pump to uh yeah like a minute or something of pumping fluid or yeah. water in there yeah you would just design the brackets for holding everything together and exactly yeah 
could be whatever. It could be a Cutie Pie ESP32 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good one. Let's let's put that on the. Space oh no, it's 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 there. <laughs> I have okay. it. I think okay. about it every single time I water the plants. <laughs> every three right, days, well, I think about it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great kind of hero demo project for Whippersnapper. Yeah. Which is our no code IoT software for mm-hmm. folks that aren't in the know. I think Brent's probably like, oh yes. I, yes. I know I've, I've heard him mention it. it before. And then when I started making the moss bowls for all this, and as the plants grew, I'm like, oh crap, I really need this pump. <laughs> right. I have all the pieces and just, just need to put it together. Yeah. Hope I'm not sharing any personal data here on my whippersnapper. <laughs> oh, Here's my whippersnapper devices. Rufio. Let's see. Yeah. I didn't see Rufio. Let me quickly oh, look for uh, a valve. I could have sworn is it this one, one? The liquid? No, that's the level yeah. sensor. I could have sworn there was one in there. Brent, let us know. Because I, I forget how just how many components. Quad, I know. Yeah. Oh, there. he said he can add one. What happened? He said that he can add one. Okay, cool. Well, I, I guess once, once it's added, and we, we'll, we'll, we'll have a good project to test it. Mm-hmm. Perfect for springtime. Yeah, I think a spring project makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't see one in my quick search, but uh, there's quite a few. There's a lot of level sensors, but we actually need a, a, a valve, like a pump, right? Mm-hmm. We have plenty of pumps in the store. Yeah. Cool. And it doesn't need to measure it. Just have it go off for like, you know, a minute or two. Yeah. You'll just have to keep track of the water. And then you can use a water sensor when it's low. Oh, yeah. That's that's two in one. You get the actual valve and then the sensor to know when it's low on the the base of the water. Yeah. Make a pump into a component. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I didn't think about the sensing the level for the open source. We're coming up with these mm-hmm. additions um, on the fly. Cool. All right. Um, we're pretty much at the end of the show, folks. That's Thanks, everybody. I'm through to make sure all the links have been posted in there. I don't see anything I forgot. No, everything looks good. People, check out Whippersnapper. Don't forget. AIO.adafruit.com. Sign up. You get free two devices free, a couple feeds, just enough to get you to get your uh, palette wet, oh, whatever yeah. they say. What kind of projects are we doing? Get some ideas. Mm-hmm. Cools. All right, folks. Tonight, we invite you to come on Show and Tell. Starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Show and Tell. You can get the invite code by, by hanging out, excuse me, on the Discord server, the Adafruit Discord server, about five to 10 minutes before the show starts. Come on and share your projects. And then at 8 p.m. Eastern time is Ask an Engineer. Get a full hour of open source hardware news, new products, Python news, all that and more. Perhaps some project uh, products will be available that uh, we talked about today. Some flavored pie projects. Anyway, so that's tonight. Tomorrow is JP's workshop. It starts at... Uh, 4 p.m., right? 4 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. time. I think Foamy Guy will be uh, doing the deep dive on Friday. Sundays is uh, 
Desk of Lady Ada live streams on random evening hours. We have the CircuitPython weekly on Mondays, JP's product pick of the week on Tuesdays, and then we're right back around on Wednesdays with our show, and then show and tell and ask an engineer. More coupon codes tonight as well. So hang out, and um, there we go. And hopefully some more Pi releases. Yeah, I hope so. Get the get these out to folks. All right, folks. I think next week we might take off, um, just because yes. the holiday I think we might be done for the year. <laughs> There'll still yeah, be projects, but I think the show just because the kids are out of school, mm -hmm. <laughs> going crazy. Yeah, and you want to spend time with them, yeah. so I think next week we'll probably take off. The week after is the 27th, yeah. so we'll be off as well. Yep. And maybe we'll be back on the 3rd of January 2024, if not the following week. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that is what we got going on. Of course, we'll make blog posts and be in the chat rooms and let folks know if we're out. Um, but uh, I hope everyone has a good, safe, festive break. And we'll see you probably tonight on Show & Tell, I think. I'll come on with this. Mm -hmm. Let Martin Fell know that this is this is happening. Sort of prime people up for the the pie releases for that night. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and I'll, I'll know if they're coming out or not. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, with all that said, hope everybody has a good time. We'll see you next time. Until then, remember to make a, a great, great day. day. Bye, folks. <laughs>